Old Man Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven! Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, Old Man Winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. My son had a gift with technology. With reliable internet at home through the Internet Essentials Program, the world opened up. He's part of this next generation of young people who feel they can thrive. Through Project Up, Comcast is committing $1 billion to help open doors for the next generation with the connectivity and skills they need to build a future of unlimited possibilities. Welcome to Fast Break Breakfast NBA Podcast. My name is Keith. I'm here as always with my buddies, John and Chuck. Chuck, did you have a breakfast this morning? I almost lost it because I heard John having diarrhea when I walked in. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, This is our second take of the podcast because the first take, John talked about his diarrhea and Keith didn't like it. So we had to restart. But I feel like we should talk about it. So I will continue... <laughs> With it, I had a um, for six emperor tyrannus. Yes, all day. <laughs> um, I had. I'm gonna shoot Chuck and jump from the balcony. <laughs> I had for breakfast um, a wonderful sandwich from Bongo Java. East, oh, at the Five Points in East Nashville, called the Fishy Bomb, which is a uh, bagel sandwich with lox? cream cheese, locks. Tomato, lettuce, capers, and onions, and it was fantastic. Chuck, that is living uh, high on the hog. I uh, had a girl I, buy it for me. Out, oh, there you go. <laughs> I cannot afford that, our, and she bought it for me. Our regular listeners will know that Chuck, every week, eats at a gas station, mm-hmm. or if he's feeling like trying something healthy, goes to Sonic. Mm-hmm. Yes. That's the way so, I uh, So him, him eating at a, a locally prepared independent coffee shop. Did not eat it. Uh, Did not pay uh, for it. Wouldn't there, have paid for there, it. There you go. Was offered it on a date and she said, br- yeah, I'll take uh, it. Uncle Sam's stipends are not uh, paying for the... <laughs> no. To the bring this back to uh, basketball, uh, Bongo Bob, the proprietor mm-hmm. of said uh, establishment, Bongo Java, I play basketball with him regularly. There you go. He is uh, old and shitty. Mm-hmm. Shout out Bongo Bob. Probably has a good like mid-range jumper, but nothing else. I don't think he has anything. <laughs> nothing. I respect that he get, gets out there he's and got, runs he, up and down the He's court. got that mid-range too, but the analytics has passed him by. Can, I, right yeah. no yeah. Can I just picture him as a guy with a headband and knee braces? Oh, absolutely. Okay. okay. Nailed it from way downtown. <laughs> I think, yes. John, you're, you're a couple months away from that, I think. Pretty close. The knee braces headband. I am I am also knee braces headband. Well, well I usually I go with a, a terrifying bandana, like a Hulkamania bandana. Oh. And here's the thing, podcast listeners. We may continue this podcast because John and I have, have joined a rec league basketball uh, team 
and he's the player coach. You damn right. And uh, we may just do updates of our season, and the iShop will just be everything we do. I, I would love to. I, I will come to your games. <laughs> I will film your games, and I will post them on the internet. I will put them on YouTube. This will surprise High no comedy. One. I am a low-effort, poor-shooting player. Yes, I'm, and I made my um, my skill set known as uh, Arvidas Sabonis. Uh, Randy Foy or oh, John. Very good. I'm Arvidas Sabonis, but like not the Arvidas Sabonis you remember, like current day fifty year old Arvidas. I Sabonis actually uh, with bad knees. I actually two years ago was in Portland, Oregon, and was just walking around the beautiful city and stumbled upon. Shut up. Arvidas Sabonis Day. Ugh. Like, I had no idea. Oh, so not him. The no, no, he was there. No way. It was a huge celebration with, like, uh, like Brian Grant was there. Chris, <laughs> Chris Dudley was there. Uh, Chris Dudley. Just all kinds of old random <laughs> Ruben players. Patterson, there. Kevin Duckworth. I didn't see Ruben Patterson. Um, I wish. Kevin Duckworth still with us? Uh, he's probably know. dead. Quack, quack, quack. But anyway, no, Arvidas Sabonis was there. It was, so, like it was so exciting. But anyway, was, you it are, like, was it like seeing Easter Island? <laughs> it was his dome. It was legendary. He, he precurses uh, Stephen Adams. That is acromegaly. <laughs> there is a medical condition for that. All right, John, you already told us in the first take, which we've deleted. <laughs> but did you want to tell us again? What it, tell our listeners what did you have for breakfast? I had a protein drink, which I promptly vomited as soon as I got here. Yes, and moved on to, uh, and then I took my doctor prescribed amoxicillin. Yes, John, you're you're battling spider venom in your body. Yes, allegedly in a, in, in a uh, sensitive area. It could have been uh, any a rogue agent. Oh dear, maybe uh, a Jerry Stackhouse rogue agent from <laughs> our year of mo- we've we've he sullied his we, name. We've had nine months of mocking him in every single episode. He's millions of dollars he can send microorganisms through the mail. He's got some nanotechnology. N- n- nano, yeah, yeah, <laughs> nanotechnology. Exactly. Uh, my breakfast was a a crepe. With a kind of a dash of nice cinnamon and sugar, some fresh cut strawberries. I'm I'm staring homemade right now. I don't know. No, I, no, no, no. I paid I paid okay. a lot of money yeah, for it. Why would you do that? <laughs> why would you make your own crepes? That's a nightmare. It was delicious. Papa Keith is always down for some. Treat sweets. yourself. Uh, Where'd you, know, you go? You should check out the establishment. Uh, uh, establishment in Nashville called the Perch. The Perch. Uh, had a, had a mimosa too. Treated myself. Damn. Treat myself. Treat yourself 2015. All right, so I treated myself because this is, unlike some people, this is my favorite time of the year for the NBA. (laughs) So sad. I love the first, maybe first week, month of the season, and then I love the week after the draft, Everything, and then the week after the free agents, the craziness. I think I think (laughs) I noticed the worst time of the year. So and and that I hate it. Le fin du monde. Yes, I feel empty. And that's, what do I uh, watch on TV? There's no real that basketball. That is what a lot of people feel. Most people... Do you, most. Don't say... Don't you dare say most people don't like the actual playoffs. I think no, no. I, I, no, no I'm saying the opposite. Joe. Oh, okay. okay. I'm, I'm saying... Or, or, I think most people's favorite might be like the first week of the playoffs. Yeah. You know, like where it's where all... Where 80 games. Yeah. It yeah. all gets real and it's all kind of fun. No, you're right. I love that. But still, the... the and it might be because... I've been a hardcore Grizzlies fan since, you know, as a, I was a NBA agnostic. Mm. And then when I, the Grizzlies came and whatever, like uh, 2001, they were horrible for so long. Yeah. The playoffs weren't that interesting anymore because yeah. it's like my team was always out. But hey, once that team's over, it's like, oh, now I have, can hope. we turn uh, Stromal Swift into Shane Battier? Yeah. You know, or, or, have a, or yeah. those type of things. Well, that's the thing. Like, because in the NBA, you have literally six teams that are in contention for a championship. Right. Everyone else, 
if you're a fan, the only thing you have if you actually know basketball is hope. Right. You know, so the draft provides you hope for the Sells future. you hope, even though like what and five percent of them will be good. Exactly, and you deal with this wonderful place in your brain where you're you're not actually having facts matter. It's all projections and 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 wonder. It's interesting know? that you say that because this draft for me as a Grizzlies fan was a hope crusher. It made me realize that the problems are systemic and are never going to end. <laughs> and that the people who are running, the people who are steering this ship, are maniacs. John go Hollinger ahead. needs to be right. tarred and feathered. Go, go ahead and save that thought. We'll get, we'll get more <laughs> into that, into the draft, and at the very end, we'll do a little bit of the Grizzlies. But uh, we start every show with the breakfast in bed apologies. This week's a little different because, again, uh, it's been like 10, 11 days since we podcasted. There have been, as we said, no more basketball. Yeah. There's no games. But we will still try to find some things that either we got wrong or we feel we need to apologize to our listeners for. Uh, I'll go first. This is a basketball. This is actually something I got wrong that I will apologize for. It was very rare. In our preseason, in our preseason podcast, I, I promised... Uh, some of our, again, I'm a huge Grizzlies fan, and I promised those other Grizzlies fans that John Lohr would be moved during the season. I was wrong. Just I was, barely. I was, I was four months off. You were. Uh, I thought him and Quincy Pondexter were definitely going to be moved off the team. Uh, I think Lohr probably was difficult to move. I don't. I'm surprised. So the, you get traded to the Suns uh, on draft night. Uh, you might know for the gorilla, right? No, yeah, no, no. <laughs> they would never actually trade. No, the gorilla. the gorilla is way more important. Uh, not until Obama makes him change that racist mascot. <laughs> uh, the uh, I am no, nodding no, solemnly. No, the uh, I see it. John Lohr actually had a game a year and a half ago against the very Suns, where he had twenty three points, nine rebounds, three blocks. Oh, mm. those are my, that's my and, favorite and, and, dumb GM move. Yeah, and that's just that's they call just, that the Jay Fiedler. Yeah, right. Jay Fiedler had a great game against the Miami Dolphins when he played for the Jaguars, and right. then we gave him a hundred million dollars. So, and he ruined so us for under five under years. that scenario, John Lord did get moved finally, but much after the season and much after they could have tried to get someone to actually help the team last year. But a few months off on that one. There's your half-acid apology. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Gentlemen, anyone else? Uh, my apologies go to the uh, Minnesota Timberwolves, Los Angeles Lakers, Philadelphia 76ers, New York Knickerbockers, uh, Orlando Magic, Sacramento Kings, Denver Nuggets, Detroit Pistons, uh, Charlotte Hornets. Are those uh, the first nine teams? Those are the first nine teams. I would like to apologize to those franchises and their fan bases for passing on arguably the best talent in the Last five years in the NBA draft, a generational wing in Justice Winslow, who uh, prior to him being drafted, I called him Justice because I didn't know that was the way it was pronounced. So, uh, so you're very knowledgeable. I am. I'm, yeah. I'm a very well versed. This is a very. Fan. This is a very uh, level headed non homerism. No, no, it's nothing to do the with pod. the fact that I was. Yeah. I have contacted four of my friends who are NBA fans, uh, East Coast, West Coast, worldwide. And they all told me to a man the steal of the draft, Justice Winslow. So I, while I think it is also I concur that it's the steal of the draft, um, you probably don't have to apologize to those first four teams. I would I would agree with that. I think the Lakers are screwed. I don't think uh, D- uh Russell is gonna be much. I think he's gonna be a big large flame out because Kobe Bryant's not gonna give him the minutes and he's playing for three more years. Coach player right. coach Kobe Bean Bryant. Mm-hmm. Um can you see Kobe play for three more years? And if that's the case, I how is D'Angelo Russell going to play? I cannot see him playing for three more years. I can see him playing until he cannot physically 
get on the court. Anymore. I think this is which would be the year. last two years. Yes, I think this is his last year. He's one more ruptured patellin patellin peloton. He needs to go for, He needs to go. He needs to up his cyborg game because his te- he's doing that is the next move. He's doing all the human work that can possibly be done by flying to the German doctors and having his blood centrifuged. Replace or, my blood. So here's, uh, and he's still his tendons and things are giving out. Here's so. why I disagree with you. He wants to be known as an all-time great. He has five championship he rings. Uh, he is an all-time great. But the only way to solidify that and to eliminate all the you know side uh, contention with championship rings and MVPs and all that stuff is for him to be on the top two in scoring and, and these sorts of statistical I'm, um, milestones that he's close to. So it may take him three years to get there. I'm more in the camp. The more he plays, the more he defecates on his legacy. I think the only thing left in his legacy is his statistical place in the air of Karl Malone, uh, M- Michael Jordan, and, and uh, Kareem for top scorer yeah. in the history. Could of the be. Um, John, do you have anything you need to uh, get off your chest? For those who watch the draft coverage, um, I'd like to apologize to not only all of us that watch, but in particularly to Jay Billis <laughs> for having to suffer Jalen Rose's... <laughs> nonsense for five hours i watched but i didn't pay incredible attention since bill Kim- simmons got canned i now realized that probably the greatest thing bill simmons ever brought us was he could somehow make jalen rose palatable yeah he he would give him like bait yes to something that was interesting jalen rose needs a straight man needs a setup he man. does he needs somebody to throw him an alley-oop. He needs a Stockton. He does. I, t- I talk a lot of, uh, very negatively about ESPN, right. and a lot of it is, yeah, I, I, it's it's stale to unwatchable. I don't know if I'm not the target audience. Well, I think... Because I assume, like, it's the NBA draft, hardcore NBA fan, actually not the target audience. No. They like, they're just the, trying like, to pull people in. Yeah. But I watch all those guys up there, and I'm just like, eh... Well, mm-hmm. I agree for the most part. Like Frank Fraschilla was kind of bringing it, but, Jay, but everybody Jay else. I think Jay Billis and Jay Williams are, are really knowledgeable. They were about, fine about the college players. Is Frank Fraschilla the guy who um, played He's, the uh, agent and he got game? Was that the guy that we were thinking? That about? is the person you thought that it is was. We thought it was okay. <laughs> good. I know Fran Fraschilla. He knows all the European players and guys from Brazil too. He is the TV ready version of Chad Ford. No, oh, that's it. Chad Ford it must not have. He must have a, a face for the radio. Dude, he's Chad Ford's too busy. Oh, you're making the same joke. I'm. Yeah. Okay. Go ahead. That's you. Can Chad, you Chad, Chad Ford's too busy, uh, like deleting his incorrect <laughs> draft profiles and, oh, and, and I don't want to yeah. say it and revising them. <laughs> I forgot Sorry. about that. Chuck yeah. and I both stepped on each other there with that one. <laughs> All right. So that wraps up our breakfast in bed apologies. Um, also, we should say it's kind of a caveat. We're not going to get really into talking about the guys who were drafted um, because none of us. Actually, only John watches college basketball. And I, think, I still feel pretty knowledgeless. But still, it's one of those things where, like, even the people who watch tons of college basketball, you can't necessarily grade these players. No one knows how they're going to turn out. You can't like, project. The more I, it, it's like it's like filling out your NCAA bracket too. Like the more you watch, doesn't really help you. No, it uh, almost hurts you. Yeah, because you're like, oh, I know this weakness, and yeah. then just where's person's like, oh, I think a, I think a cougar would beat a colt. Yeah, and then so you know so. <laughs> I don't. So again, we know most of these draft picks aren't going to pan out. That's the way it works. Statistically, I think twenty percent will be in the year in the league in five years. Yeah. So, but we are going to talk about what one of the things the teams that seem to take advantage of opportunities, and everything will be filtered through the lens of people who watch the NBA and are immediately dubious of all draft picks. Of so course. we don't. 
you know, we, we might not do steel. As, but. So, at the so just line, know that. What Keith was saying is the draft is bullshit, but we need to make a podcast. And it's wonderful to watch. It, it, no, it is. It is like pomp and pageantry and wonderful. splendor. It is beautiful. But at oh, the end the, of the day, it's pure hope peddling. Right. There's nothing. That's the reason why we all watch it is because people need hope. So that being said, let's get to our steak and eggs best thing. What's your steak and eggs since the last time well, we were together? I don't know if you guys know this, but the Miami Heat drafted a great player out of the University of Duke. How tall and is he, Chuck? He's six foot four point five in no shoes. Wait, he's six four? He's six four and a half barefoot. Is six, he a point guard? Six no, he's supposed to be a small forward. Here's my thing. <laughs> and this is why my my large scale because I, I went from pure ecstatic orgasmic ecstasy for three hours after that pick to where right. I'm at now where I go, he's six six, but he's not fast enough to play shooting guard and not Tall enough to play. So you're telling me, would he be the shortest player on the Warriors, or is Steph Curry an inch shorter than him? <laughs> is that uh, no? Yeah, no. Steph Curry is six four. He's like six four, yeah. six three. So yeah, he's shooting. like half an inch shorter than <laughs> maybe, him. Maybe maybe you'll get lucky. It'll be like Giannis Antetokounmpo. <laughs> Grove five inches. That's what I'm hoping for. Year. That he's 19 years old and he gets one more inch of height. That's that, all he needs. That dude is a full grown man. Uh, Giannis. Or if, Winslow. If, Winslow. If, there's Winslow the, is, if there's not a doctor in Miami that can't give him one inch of height. If we can't do some HGH, somebody holler at uh, Alex Rodriguez. Hook it up, Levitard. <laughs> yeah, that's my only th- that my only concern with him is that uh, if you look at the historical height uh, comparisons of small forwards, no six foot six small forward uh, tends to dominate. So that's my only issue with my best of the week which is uh yeah. justice winslow falling to number 10 thanks new york Knicks. again no, knowing nothing about this 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 just ice winslow mm-hmm. um i am just you know, he does seem to be the steal of the draft everyone says well that's falling in the range of like the paul pierce the, the, right. the guy who fell you need to thank michael thing. jordan uh michael jeffrey jordan thank you for being in love with frank kaminsky who you just traded from the clippers for right it's spencer hawes with a little bit more Handle and the funny thing, and the funny thing is, for a while there, the uh, the uh, the the Bob Nets, the Horn Cats, mm-hmm. would only draft guys who went to Duke or North Carolina. That was their game, and then yeah. and now they have this guy falling, and they're like, no, 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 this is the no. year, and all their fans are like, let's get Justice Winslow, let's get Justice Winslow. Yeah, he's from like, around no, no, no. the corner. This Did you is guys the year. Hear what Ainge offered? Yes, yes. four draft picks. Yeah, but yeah, the, yeah. and players apparently. The draft was not handled well by ne- several organizations who had the opportunity to perhaps gain assets by offering Justice Winslow to people. Well, let's yeah. but anyway, let's talk yeah, about yeah. that. That leads into my best. My best yep. was going to be the New York Knicks for eschewing, you know, the pressure and knowing that they were going to get booed, and they I think made the right pick. Anyways, you have to take the guy. W- that team needs to take the guy with the most potential. Sure, adding one co- collegiate athlete is not going to. Uh, not going to change the the woeful ways of that franchise. Right. But really, what I loved is that the Hinkies and the Angels of the world and their strategy of accruing draft picks, it has finally backfired. Yeah. The rest of the league has figured it out, and it's not going to work anymore. Uh, so what, what do you mean? You just think teams aren't because the trades failed this, this go-around? Well, yeah. you, you saw it happen. You, you can almost tell that what was going on when that number three pick happened, when D'Angelo Russell went second, that was an amazing domino effect. Was Hinky just saying, "I need, I know what value is." Yes, uh, this is a very valuable pick, but I also 
can't give these teams what they want, or I will lose in my metric or whatever. Either that, or, or Embiid is totally yeah screwed, screwed forever. And and in that case, which his, is likely. Well, he looks like two years in a row out with uh, another uh, injury, and yeah, he's likely to miss fifteen and sixteen. I mean, he, I mean, he's a guy where I, I have a buddy who uh, he listens and he doesn't watch. He used to watch the NBA. He doesn't watch the NBA. Uh, much anymore but just last year and he doesn't watch college but last year he was like yeah this Embiid guy they're telling me he has foot problems and back problems he's a big man why would, yeah. why would anyone draft him why well, yeah. like and yeah. then so you know so for it all, doesn't take a, it doesn't take a was, sports uh, like a like a hardcore person watching I college or pro all, like, all I know is that if you see him do on YouTube the between the legs dunk you would draft him number one overall because it is a seven foot he is ridiculous animal easily the best player of these last three drafts yeah yeah but you can't the health concerns are too much yeah but it doesn't stop guys like hinky from he just took another big man yeah i mean nerland's noel probably is a piece that's going to be moved but sure no one's really falling like ainge ainge got stuck taking a guy at 18 that he or at 16 that he probably could have gotten at like 28. Yeah. That's the joke everyone's making. Oh, really? That, well, the joke is like they took RJ Hunter at 28 and they took uh, whoever that guy was, Rozier, yeah. at 16. Mm-hmm. And everyone, the draft boards had those swapped. Yeah. yeah. But, like it you would have thought. So either way, it works out. Well, and that was like a con- when Ainge took Rozier there, to me, that was a concession that was like, yeah. oh, my not going to work. Right. Yeah. I, I don't I know. I need to just safely make sure I But hit it kind of again, I think it again, not knowing how these going to work out, both people feel like getting those two guys with those two bigs seems fine. Yeah. It's kind of like how last year the Lakers uh paid Jordan Hill 9 million and Ed Davis 1 million and right. while you're shocked to play Jordan Hill 9 million, you're, you're like, like well, but but if you had both of them together for 10 million, yeah. that seems right. Yeah, if you paid Jordan Hill 5 million and Ed, yeah, Ed, Ed Davis 5, five million, you're like, okay, you're yeah, like, that okay. makes sense. You did, seemed, you did a well. well that seems yeah, reasonable. But when you look at the Celtics roster, yeah. Neither of those picks make Oh, there's sense. a no, they just a, have a bunch and of hey, offense first guards. That's yeah. the fun part about this part of the season like looking at the rosters now where you're like again, the Celtics you're like, whoa. Yeah. There's just a glut of dudes. The Suns have a glut and of it's just all guards. The same dudes. And well, then some teams have I no think players. I think there are d- defensive players on, on that Celtics uh, right. uh, front court. I mean, back court with, uh, you know, Smart. Smart. The and, end. Well, every Bradley can <laughs> and, play and defense. Keith, yeah, and and Marcus cool. Smart. Marcus me, Smart. Not Keith. Not Keith, not Keith uh, Smart, no. <laughs> uh, Marcus Smart is now apparently trade rumors. Yeah. Which is interesting. So um, Anyway, let's do uh, my steak and eggs. My mm-hmm. best thing is... Uh, my steak and eggs and my cream of wheat are kind of interchangeable. They're both, they're both objectively, I guess, bad if you cheer for these teams. As someone who doesn't cheer for the teams, they're just brilliant, amusing theater. Yeah. Shot in front. Uh, so I'll go with my best of the week. Uh, is the Sacramento Kings? <laughs> uh, that's a clown show. Oh, uh, I mean, before the draft, we had this all this, and they still might trade Demarcus Cousins. So before the draft, it's like they were going to trade him to their like the most hated. Of their rivals, yeah, like the Lakers, like, traded to the Lakers, like Devots and Shaq were going to send guys back to the. Uh, uh, quick yeah. aside, I can't believe we saw Vladi Devok sand cigarette. He should always have not, a marble not on a basketball court on yeah. his on his lip. Little aside, did you know uh, Devots was like the third highest player in the league in like '94? The third highest paid. Yeah. He had the third highest salary. That well, makes sense. I just randomly saw that. Yeah, you got to um, bring him over, man. But yeah. uh, so anyway, so then they were going to trade Cousins for a host of Nobody's. Lakers things. Yeah. 
And then it and was number two. And then it came out that uh, Vivek was very angry about George Carl doing all this. And then maybe they were going to fire George Carl, and that was going to be their fourth coach. They'd be if they hired a new guy, they'd be paying four, four coaches, coaches at once. Wow. Um, so this was amusing. Then the draft comes, and they select uh, Willie Trill, Colley Stein, Too who true. again, uh, I've never seen him play basketball, but I've heard. He cannot dribble or pass. No. And again, this goes back to the uh, you don't have to be a big you don't have to, you don't have to be a person who watches the sport to glean these things. Like say a big man with bad feet, bad back might not be good. <laughs> uh, this might go into the I don't know uh, I don't know if this is a social uh, kind of the social category or oh, here we go. When I saw him at the draft, you know, like flashing his bling and being all kind of like like. God. You change your name to Trill. A lot of coded language. Well, you're just I'm not doing sure. it right now. <laughs> I'm not sure. Uh, I think the life might be. He might be more about the life than that life? than the game. You know, like actually working to get it good. Says at Says the guy whose favorite player is Zebo. Zebo's all about that. Zebo struggled. No, there's no question. No, he did. He did. But I mean, I and one of my reclamation. And, and one of he my is. one of my darkest moments was when the Grizzlies wasted all their. You know. Yeah. Air quotes wasted all their salary cap space on Zebo, who yeah. was a joke in the league. No, no, he was. But then he turned his life around. No, he did. It, it took me back to a time when the Titans, across sports reference, drafted Adam Pacman Jones. Mm-hmm. When like the first five picks before him all stood up in their suits and like kissed their mom or dad and yeah. shook their agent's hand. And Pacman and just then Pac-Man made it rain. was with the posse and like made it rain. <laughs> it had like gold chains. And you're what like, can I say? I like it a script club. Oh, yeah. I like it. I like it's it like, it you know what? That guy might like the off-court life that will be presented to him. Yes. And so then him going to an organization that seems to be struggling yeah. with leadership, yeah. with uh, how they're going to treat their players. There is no, yeah, there is no alpha dog on the team. I guess Boogie would be at the at this point in time. I but. don't see how a purely defensive center can play the same time with Mm-mm. Boogie because it just seems like to me they would just sag off of him and double well, Boogie. Well, even I think more. It's, he it's, is Boogie's friend. Yeah, no, he is, which is not a great thing. No, because now you have two homies who are uh, going to go get the, some dank. Boogie from has won the war dispensary. against Carl. He, yeah. yeah, no, he has. Uh, so, the best thing that happened all weekend for me was Keith sent a text that said, no disrespect to George Carl's battle with cancer, <laughs> but George Carl is a cancer. <laughs> <laughs> that was That's it. the text of the week. That yeah, was in the private confines. <laughs> it was, but who cares? Yeah, anyway. No, that was great. I'm glad you're um, healthy, part, George Carl. Part of, uh, although, honestly... I see, while I think the Kings are, again, screwing up a lot, part of me sees the, maybe, I don't know if it's the devil's advocate, because everyone, I know, like, all basketball writers are freaked out about trading Cousins for prospects, because you have, in Cousins, an all-NBA type player. You have a great player. Right. But I do see, um, I, I see the flip side of, DeMarcus Cousins has never won 30 games in a season. Uh, he looks amazing. He also is responsible for some of the best vines we've had in the past season of him just not playing mm-hmm. during plays, like putting his hands on his knees, like grabbing his shorts and mm-hmm. letting players play all around him while he just yeah. stands there. And you're like, I know you're frustrated. And then I heard uh, Amin El Hassan had a really good, he was just talking about like, if you go over DeMarcus Cousins' history back to high school, like, oh, in high school, the first time Amin El Hassan said he saw him was at an all-star game and he pretty much got in a dispute with the coach. Like he got in a fight with the coach in an All-Star game, and then he committed to UAB, and then he switched that and went to Kentucky with um, Calipari, uh, clashed with Calipari, 
got drafted, got multiple coaches fired in the NBA, got a max deal, like, and and he keeps going. So it's like there, there's been no consequences on anything Boogie's done in his life. So I kind of see the, eh, maybe if I was George Carl, you're like, oh, can I get Okafor and I can keep my six pick and I can get Clarkson and Randall. And- 24 and 12, dog. 24 and 12 on a losing <laughs> team always. I don't know. I, so- no one should feel sorry for George Carl. I don't Worst feel, case scenario, gets no, fired, got paid $11 million for 40 I don't games. feel sorry for George Carl. <laughs> I don't feel sorry for uh, DeMarcus Cousins. No. Uh, it is my steak and eggs best of the week because it is grand, <laughs> it amazing is. theater. It the is. only way it could be better is if they had a camera crew out there and they created the Sauce Castillo <laughs> and Will the Trill. Will uh, reality the show where they go around doing anything. Shout out to... Literally, in, I would watch Nick Stauskas and Kali Stein do anything together. I'm yeah. kind of sad we didn't get a moment in the war room where it was, it was just Kali Stein? Kali Stein? Stein? Kali Stein? Why? Stauskas? And I Kali saw, Stein? I saw. I think a couple people make the joke on Twitter, like, why wasn't this year's war room filmed? Like, that yeah. would have been the best. That would have been perfect. It was Stauskas. sort of filmed. I saw Vladi without a cigarette. You it did was it. very, very disturbing. Dis- dis- All right. Uh, what's the opposite of that, which in my case is the exact same? Uh, what's your cream of wheat? What's the worst thing that we've seen since we last met? Uh, my worst is the wonderful trade that the uh, Brooklyn Nets made for... Uh, Nobody sending Mason Pumley to Portland effectively. I think now with uh, Miles Leonard, what Myers Myers Leonard Myers Leonard, the oh, supreme energy being oh, oh, a 50, 50 40, 90 club a fifty Myers forty Leonard. ninety uh, absolutely crazy Myers Leonard. I think they've. Re- I I'm not going to say they have replaced Lamarcus Aldridge with Myers Leonard, Mason Plumley, and uh, who was the other guy that they just got? Pat Connaughton. Not Connaughton. No, the other center. Oh, I mean, they haven't signed. Oh, Lopez. Oh, yeah. Well, they're hoping. No, no, Rolo. No. They haven't yeah. signed. Yeah, no, they signed another. For, they traded for another one, didn't they? Uh, the uh, Vonley. Oh, no. Oh, yeah, yeah. I think, Last year's number nine pick. I think they money. Which no one's ever seen play basketball. Right. Well, they just money-balled LaMarcus Aldridge with three players who can effectively replace him for minutes at a time, who aren't ever, the three of them, better than him. But I think they can replace him with 15 minutes each of them and kind of survive. I'm just glad the Blazers have not given up. No. They're kind of... It's weird. I see what you're saying, Chuck, that... Because Plumlee while, play- it, while it's a big deal that LaMarcus Aldridge is chosen to leave and, and, right. and you know inform them that he was leaving, as crushing as it is, it does seem possible, especially if they keep Robin Lopez, to right. have kind of a, a, a front court platoon. But again, I don't think Von Lee can play basketball. I mean, I, I I I know he was hurt. Right. Uh, he was he was bad in the summer league, um, and then he looked rough when he finally got his handful of minutes. Yeah. I'm not sure the guy can actually play basketball. But look who they but they also, got but, this package of players for. They be, I, no yeah yeah they yeah. they they flipped Batum who struggled. He's a popular guy I think in Portland, but I think I think a lot of Portland was getting tired. You have a good buddy Matt who's a huge Portland fan. I think they were getting. They're sad that that. That playoff every year playoff team seems to be broken up, but I think yeah. I think they were getting a little frustrated with kind of I think how it, it was. I think it works out. You don't know anything about Vonley, but there's potential. Obviously, because yeah. he went in a top five pick. You have top uh, ten, but top, whatever. was he top ten? I think he was a top nine, five. eighth or nine. Was he nine? Nine. Sorry, um, Plumley is an effective defensive force in the middle and excellent transition player. Transition He's, and can do some pick and pop. So I was looking you know, into him. Stuff. We don't know. He was traded for the uh, Rondé Hollis. Jeff for nobody. Again, I don't know his rookies. And so maybe that guy will turn out to be good. But it's, but it does seem strange that it only took the 23rd pick to get uh, Mason Plumley. I mean, Mason Plumley, when he started 
last year, uh, pretty much averaged like he can get 15 and 10. Yeah. Like his per 36 averages are about something like that, but it, they're actually worse than his. I think his per 36 is like 14 and nine. Mm-hmm. But if you actually look at the games where he played 30 minutes, he got 15 and 10 in all of them. Yeah. Like when he was used in those nine minute roles, when, mm-hmm. when, when Lionel would roll him out for like five or to eight minutes, he would get absolutely nothing. Right. And that actually hurt his overall. He actually is. I like him that when he plays, even though he can't shoot, they are a good offensive team when he plays. He's actually a secretly not that great rim protector. Yeah. Um, opponents shoot a pretty decent percentage against him. But he's good transition defense. He's he's a, he's, he's quick. He's big. He's right. smart. He tries hard. I think he he's will, a good player. He will dunk all over you everywhere right. on your face. Yeah. And so I, I think so. If a, you take the package of Leonard, who can obviously shoot the lights out, the question with Leonard is going to be, uh, will that glory? How much will that glory fade? Can't in the center hole. Oh, over, over with more usage. But, but you're, not, you know? you're not looking at him to play 30 minutes a game. I no. think if you get him at 20, you get Plumlee at 20, and you get Von Lee at 10, you have a, you know, a decent, you know, or Von Lee at 8, obviously, because right. it's 48 minutes. You have a decent rotation big to kind of be the a cheaper version of LaMarcus Aldridge in the, if you use them in the effective way, in an effective way. I watch soccer. My team, the Tottenham Hotspurs, uh, once had the best player in the league named Gareth Bale. And when they got rid of him, they sold him for, I think, 90 million euros. Uh, They said, well, we're going to trade Elvis for the Beatles and got three players to uh, fulfill his role. And uh, they were terrible. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And uh, this, what Chuck is referring to, never works. I think, <laughs> except in Moneyball, you, you replace Jason Giambi with uh, whatever the dude from Jurassic World <laughs> with with Chris Pine with Chris Pine. Chris I, think, I think Chris I think uh, I think I uh, think Touche Chuck. You know, whatever. <laughs> well no, met. I, I, on guard. <laughs> I, I don't. Th- I, I know what I know what both of you are saying. Right. I will. I will say for Chuck's argument, it wouldn't be the most surprising thing if, in this specific circumstance. If Lamarcus Aldridge, his value to winning basketball games might be overstated. That's the other even though part of I it. think he's amazing. I don't yeah. want to uh, offend people. When I watch him, I'm always like, that guy's no, awesome. He's great. Like he's, he's so great. good. But it, he also it wouldn't. I guess I'm saying it wouldn't be the most shocking thing. I wouldn't bet on it, but it wouldn't be the most shocking thing if a bunch of other medium players could kind of replace yeah. some of his. I'm just glad they're not giving up because. That's such a brutal blow. It could have been easy to just rebuild. I still don't think we know if they will. Let Wes Johnson go. It's, they seem to be scrapping to me. It looks like a scrappy front office. Yeah, uh, that's Matthews. what I see from that. So, uh, yeah, Wes Matthews. Um, my, uh, my worst of the week is very similar and hilarious, like the King situation. Uh, Ty Lawson. Shout out, Ty Lawson. Uh, you are a hilarious type fellow who uh, also... I don't want to use coded language. Would a hookah at, would <laughs> he a might hookah enjoy at. the life more than uh, than the craft. He about that life. Uh, He's Afro man. He uh, one unru- I mean, actually, one month ago, I don't know if you know, uh, someone on Instagram, like a random, like like a you or me on Instagram. <laughs> I got seven hundred followers. Just, dog. just <laughs> chill. You ain't just, like me, dog. Just posted uh, like like <laughs> Ty Lawson. Hey, I wish you would come to the Mavericks. Yeah, and to which. Ty Lawson replied and said, LOL, I wish. Uh, <laughs> so like that was a month ago. Yeah. Uh, uh, and so then on draft night, after the Nuggets selected Moutier, uh, he was filmed 
like there's a video online yeah. of him uh, smoking his hookah. Yeah. Shisha, baby. Uh, and he says, like, I told you I was going to Sacramento, dog, or something to that effect. So, again, this man has a good contract. Yeah. Like, like I know we've actually done a really great thing, and we haven't said uh, with the increasing cap yet or that's next this season, podcast, though, yeah. but that's because that's that's what every every free agency has to be through that it prism. Yeah. But he is wrapped up, I think, for three more years at like twelve million or nothing. something, yeah. and he is his on court contributions. He is fantastic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's an above average point guard in a league where there's a glut of really good players. Like yeah. he's one of the good ones. Uh, but again, he seems to be. Clearly getting his way out of Denver and lowering his trade value and their leverage with every uh, who could puff. drag with every yeah. with every tweet with mm. every puff puff. John, you got a what's your worst? I'm staying in the same wheelhouse that you fellas have built. Um, two teams traded valuable draft picks for marginal NBA players. Atlanta Hawks. Uh, I think marginal Bucks. is generous for uh, Tim Hardaway Jr. Tim Hardaway Jr. probably doesn't belong in this league, and the Hawks gave up. A useful pick. I don't know if this is about a salary cap. I don't know what it this seems is about. to be. So Tim Hardaway Jr. I believe makes less money this year than the 15 pick would have made. So it seems to be this year cost cutting yeah, has to be that. And then I I don't know what the Milwaukee Bucks are doing. Let's let's Revis Vasquez. Let's break it up. Let's first of all the Hawks. Right. You're you're right. These are more. While I thought the Mason Plumley trade was kind of like, huh? It only took the 23rd pick to get him, but still no big deal. Didn't get a big rise out of me. Uh, these trades, yeah. I was like, what in the world? Full Nimoy eyebrow raise. Right. So Tim Hardaway Jr. was terrible yeah. this year. The, but the Hawks have stated, and it might be true, they feel like they can fix him. Also, this goes back to the John Lure having 23 points against the Suns. Oh, boy. Uh, oh, yeah. uh, Danny Ferry, no longer employed. It's true. Uh, now... Oh, what's uh, Budenholzer? Lots uh, of coded language. Now, Boon, now Budenholzer has uh, been promoted. He has more basketball responsibilities, like for the team building. I believe in one of the last games of the season, Tim Hardaway had one of his good games. Yeah, against like a thirty point against game. the Atlanta Hawks. That's the way you do it. So again, they've stated they think they can fix him. Like they said something to the effect of like we can fix his shot. So I Whatever, guess he could turn into a Lou Williams diet. No, version. that's crazy. No, he's he not. is what he is he? an unconscious gunner. What was he Lou Williams size. before he came? He was a six man of the year from yeah, but before he started playing well in Atlanta, he just was a guy who had to figure out the game. Lou and Williams gets to the rim easier and has more explosion that with seems, ten yeah. years of age on him than yeah. Tim Hardaway. Let's, so right. so the Bucks the Bucks cleared a bunch of salary cap room. Uh, by trading Ursula Eliasova for a bag of, I believe, low-fat wheat thins, mm-hmm. we decided. They were Triscuits reduced uh, fat. Yes. This trade, they traded a future first-round pick, which, while maybe we've said that the hinky, the Ainge plans of uh, stockpiling this is isn't working illogical as much. extreme of that. Um, this is strange. One, so they gave up salary cap room. Grievous Vasquez, as we would say... Decent. He's like a good backup. He was middling, you know, two years ago. But he is, I mean, he's a decent backup, but he's paid well for being a, like, like, he's not he underpaid. The, he is the opposite of Ty Lawson's situation. Right. It's like, yeah. it's like he's on, it's an expiring contract. So you're trading a future first for one year of a backup point guard, and you've cost yourself almost all the salary cap room you created. Right by trading Ursan Ilyasova, mm-hmm. and he's the whole identity of the Bucks, or what we thought the identity of the Bucks was, was built around defense. 
Grievous Vasquez, I'm not, this is not exaggeration, as prone to hyperbole as I might be, might be the worst point guard defender in the league. I don't he's in the Bano Udri level. He's very poor. He's his his uh his perimeter defense very bad. Right. He does at least I feel like somehow default of him being a little taller, he's better. But yes, he's not a good defender. Yeah. He's not a length defender like the Bucks have created their own team with. Yeah, but when you Chase. have a when you have a player like that, you can hide him. Can't no, you? I, I I think again if it's just purely basketball, if we're just picking a team at the Y or whatever, yeah. I think having Grievous play crunch time over Michael Carter Williams is probably better. A better idea. He's but a, probably better off trading player. a future first round pick for, for a guy him. making six point six million on an expiring deal, I don't get especially with the 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 salary cap will skyrocket. You know what doesn't skyrocket along with the salary <laughs> cap is the is the picks. first round pick like the scale that the, yeah. they make. So first round picks are getting cheaper and cheaper yeah. and that'll be cheap labor going forward. Mm-hmm. Um which these rich owners should know all about. You got to exploit the cheap labor. But to, to cap off, uh, my worst of the week is the Hawks doing Hawks. I, I now hate the Hawks after this playoff. So this is good. I'm glad that they're doing stupid things. And prophecy. then I think they took two drafting stashes in the second round. Right. So they didn't even get any. Yeah, they took like a players like or something. But and then the uh, the Bucks are taking this you know tall tall point guard positionless positionless basketball thing to like a hilarious extreme. So I'm actually going to enjoy watching the Bucks next year. It might be a bit of schadenfreude, but Oh, I loved watching the Bucks this yeah. year. They're, it's, it's their, their offensive rating of like 92 to go with their defense rating of 94. Yeah. <laughs> oh, well, it was kind of fun. And their fight ratio of one a game. Yeah. Yeah. Those but, dudes buck nuck if you bucks. One, one of the, <laughs> one of the fun things about this Bucks trade, uh, the Bucks now have on their roster, uh, Jared Bayless, yeah. OJ Mayo, and Grievous Vasquez. Yeah, uh, all former Grizzlies, and, all former uh, Lionel Holland's doghouse players. And mm-hmm. they're trying to steal the grindhouse. And they oh, that's we yeah. need to go ahead and never put mind. It. I don't like the Bucks anymore. Can we put the fatwa on anyone else other than the Grizzlies claim, claiming grinding or grindhouse Absolutely. or the word grind? Yeah. Did you just make Jason Kidd into Salman Rushdie? We'll put a fatwa on him. <laughs> All right, so th- those are our worst of the week. All right, so a few more thoughts, I guess, about random things. Our uh, Hassan Whiteside cocks it back to Waffle House presents smatters, uh, scattered, smothered, covered. I almost made <laughs> so it. You never get it right. So oh, close. So close. It's okay. Um, Chuck, Dwayne Wade. Duanye. Duanye has not decided what he's doing. By the time we post this podcast, he might have because his deadline for is, opting in is is Monday. Is Monday. This will go up early wee hours of Monday. Yeah. Um so the chronically underpaid Dwayne Wade never has been is the now paid, trying to be overpaid. Dwayne Wade has never been the highest paid player on the Miami Heat's roster ever in his entire career. Um which or a player of his pedigree can be considered a slight. Um, however, he's not going to make more than $21 million, which is what Chris Bosch is going to make next year. He's not going to be the highest-paid player on the team, and he shouldn't be because he's the best player on the team. He's probably the third-best player, and on depending on how well Hassan Whiteside's playing, he's the fourth-best player on the team at this point. I think we can all What about Justice? Maybe he's the fifth-best player. <laughs> on, depending on what Justice... Just maybe, Chuck. So, you know, Riley's in a position where he's saying all the right things. He wants Wade back. 
Wade wants to get paid. He left uh, what was $30 million on the table when he opted out to try to get LeBron to come back, and now he can't recoup that. He knows it. Right. And he also took $15 million under his value to get the big three together in the first Right, place. in the first, but at the, at the beginning of it all. So y- y- there's the business end of it. You want to say, hey, look, man, go get that money, and there will be a team who will pay him uh, and pay him handsomely. But you don't, if you're Pat Riley, you have to look at him in the eye and wait for him to blink because he can't leave and do anything to his legacy in Miami. Um, that would, <laughs> if he comes back and signs for less money, he has officially supplanted Dan Marino as the greatest athlete in Miami. You take system. that back. Um, laces out. Well, you're, you're, saying, out. you're saying if he took less money again? Yeah, if he can't, if he did it again and came back, it would probably... Just to help the team out? Yeah. That's, that's, I don't a, feel, that's a pretty incredible gesture. But see, no, his, it is. But him it, taking less money doesn't do much for their salary cap situation. I, I Because of the, the, the large, ca- you know, the cap holds and the other guys aren't on the team, the, right. the Birdmans and the Mario Chalmers of the world. Right. Right. Uh, plus, with if they sign Drogic, you know, like so, it actually doesn't. It's a weird situation. It's it's super weird, and you you know, basically, it all boils down to Mickey Harrison, the owner of the Heat, wanting whether or not he wants to play a, pay a luxury tax for a team that's going to he doesn't basically he be doesn't the chuck. fifth seed in the NBA. Playoffs. Did he want to pay the luxury tax for a team that was uh, going to try for a right? You know, a yeah, four they, straight finals. They got rid of Mike Miller because of luxury going for tax. the three feet. Yeah, so. But being under the luxury tax this year, there's those multipliers that uh, don't come into play that would have happened and, if you're a so mu- multiple offender. The, of the, the things that teams have to choose this season uh, with the rising salary cap, one, being over the luxury cap isn't terrible because next year the chance of being a repeater is so low because right. the cap goes up. However, uh, the Warriors are possibly going to pay and the Cavs are going to pay absurd amounts of luxury tax and so it, and guys. so if you're a luxury tax payer you miss out on yeah. that boon of yeah. all the you know the Cavs paying the greatest tax bill in the league history yeah um one of the things about the weird the so i've been thinking about this the thing about the veterans the weird quandary of where these hall of fame players who are still good and Wade is good. Yeah, yeah. Like Wade, Wade is, is Wade was great last year for year. sixty-one yeah. games or whatever. Like yeah, he yeah. was great. Um, it's weird where you have where it helps the team to get them to take less, and you see it happening. Dirk took like eight last year. Duncan, um, Duncan, you know, signed yeah. for way under his value, and this is happening right now. And I'm curious if in the next CBA this will be something that comes up because hypothetically, what if Tim Duncan and Manu Ginobili both come back to the Spurs? And they're like, screw it, we'll play for the we'll play for the minimum. Yeah, like we won't even affect the salary cap yeah, whatsoever. The, like, like veteran minimum. For yeah, yeah. 20 and so years and so league. and so then like and then like the Spurs are like, cool, we're gonna sign Lamarcus Aldridge, and we're yeah. gonna be able to re-sign uh, Danny, Danny Green, Green and, and we Day we, we can honestly keep Splitter if we want. Like, yeah. it seems weird. It seems like we're gonna get to a point. The opposite of that is obviously Kobe, who took over his market value for mm-hmm. how he's still playing. But yeah. you know, but he's his argument is. He's he's being his income is being capped artificially, um, because he's he generates that revenue. No, he does. Like he doesn't contribute on the court anymore that value. But his jersey makes but, but, the Lakers and his TV. And, yeah, yeah. And, so it's weird. Where I wonder if in the future there will be something where like if you were an All NBA player the previous year and you're like a ten time All Star, you have a minimum cap hold. Like yeah. like you have to be paid at least ten million. Yeah, Because yeah. it seems weird to put. 
players in the position where some guys who get who get praised and lauded by media and fans for taking under market value but where they really shouldn't have to. Well, part of me is like, like it if, helps the team, but it seems weird that if helps. Ginobili and and Duncan come back, there's like some rich oil magnate in Central Texas that's just shelling out like money on briefcases full of cash yeah just like pure cash to those guys and why mickey arison hasn't done it yet makes me a little confused there should just be like maybe he just maybe he's not as baller as you like zoran Dragic is going to be at the vegas summer league i'm going to see if i see any uh anything poking out of him any any stitches (laughs) he he might not have all of his vital organs follow him to the bathroom then he stitches um, coming out of them, so, so I don't. Yeah. Two people are gonna. If, if you get that, uh, you're reference, one of you're one of our real listeners. You want our real listeners and send us a tweet uh, with the thumbs up symbol to at Fast Break Break <laughs> on Twitter. Um, there's probably an emoji for like stolen black market limbers and stuff. That's right, and, and, and an emoji for human trafficking. Yeah, yeah. For, for body part trafficking. I think it's a corn on the cob that's halfway peeled. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I think it is. Um. The another random thought: Philadelphia Seventy Sixers. Oh, here we go. Reportedly been fined three million dollars. Oh yeah, for not disclosing uh, Drew, Drew Holiday. Uh, yeah, injury. Who cares? Uh, random thing I just noticed. I missed this on draft night. Hmm. There are now two Marcus Thorntons in the NBA. There are. This, this, I saw that. It's confusing. That is too too many. <laughs> There's a free agent Marcus Thornton and uh, now second round pick Marcus Thornton. Uh, it'll be fun to learn their differences. I mean, honestly, they'll uh, probably both end up on the Kings. That, 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 <laughs> that will not be as confusing as if this Aaron and Andrew Harrison both make the league. I don't, I do not know which. Harrison uh, I mean, already, already, already the Morris twins are, are nearly impossible. Yeah. And, and I'll be, I'll be damned if I learned the difference between the Zellers and the Plumleys. I know the Plumleys. Some, know, somehow I've learned them. The Plumleys yeah. I've learned. Well, they they, they are, don't look, they don't, look, they the don't look like brothers. Yeah. One's a, are, like a brunette know. and the other's a blonde kid. There's a third Plumley coming. There is right. Where's, in Duke or oh yes. really? Yeah. He's in the pipeline. Very exciting. Um, real quick, you know what? I think we got time for a game of scones. Uh oh, John, who, I've, I've had a losing streak. Chuck, well, Chuck, you've been slipping. Well, by losing streak, John has yet to beat me. No, no, he oh, beat me. No, no John I won. Whooped that trick. You did. I didn't John get one right won last week. Outright. Right. Yeah, I didn't get last one week. Right. All right. So this week, uh, based on free agency coming up, and some of the big contracts are going to be signed. And also, with this rising cap, we're going to see some hilarious, you know we're headed towards a lockout, salaries being given out. Yay. Uh, when, the, when, when guys making no field goal attempts in the final games get signed max contracts, I'm looking at you, Tristan Thompson. <laughs> uh, we're going to have some problems. All right, so this is going to be real simple, real quick. In 2014-2015... Chuck is putting oh, some psych-out stuff Yeah, yeah. Chuck's putting on his game-time glasses. Uh, the way we'll do it, uh, we'll, we'll do it how we did it last week that seemed to work well. Uh, you get one point for a correct answer, and then if you miss one, that's a strike. The first, when you get three strikes, you are out. Um, so hopefully that'll prevent ties. Uh, we're talking about NBA salaries. Oh, dear. We're talking about in 2014-15, who were the 10... What were the 10 largest contracts for last year the 10 who made the most money last year 2014-15 10 people uh john you are the defending champ do you want to go first or second i will go first okay i'll go with lebron lebron clocked in at number seven seventh highest salary that's correct kobe bean bryant kobe bryant made the most money that is correct one to one let's do god i hate this game already Chuck is uh, successfully psyching me out. 
This is a death. This is early in the game to be psyched out, John. Deathly stare. Chris Moneymaker. <laughs> I have lizard glasses on. Let's do uh, Carmelo Anthony. Carmelo Anthony, the fourth highest paid player for last year. Correct. Um, I will do. This is a good one. Chris Paul. Chris Paul, the eighth highest paid player. You took it, plucked it from my mind. Mm-hmm. You got mellow from me. <laughs> my mind lives. All right, two to two, no strikes. I'm going to try to get weird. I'm going to go with Darren Williams. That's correct. Okay. That's correct. Christopher Bosch. Chris Bosch. Correct. Three to three, no strikes. Let's do. Let's take it. Let's take it to a, a big man with Dwight Howard. That is correct. Mm-hmm. I think we got a strike coming. I'm throwing this one right down the middle. Yeah. I'm going to go with... See, all my go-tos are they're older guys, and they took less money. So Dirk, Duncan. Because it's about the... Uh, it's qu- about getting paid. You're stalling. Quit stalling, Chuck. Um, <laughs> we can see through your ruse. I'm going to go... Kevin Durant. Nope. Oh God! I know. Still on a rookie. He's too Not young. Great, he's too, he's too young. Well, I know he's on. He's on his. He's on his younger. Yeah, on his. You make contract. less when you're yeah, like yeah. your your, your first six to eight year a, a youngish deal, right? Yeah. Oh, I fu- I messed up. And I that's know one who, strike. That's fine. One I'm strike. Gonna, whoever you say next is who I will say. That's one I strike. Think I have. I think you got it. We got three left. Let me do David Lee. No. <laughs> He's not, he's not making that much. That's kind of a good joke. Though. This, yeah, yeah. Why didn't I think of this <laughs> one? One strike. One strike. Uh, Joe Johnson. Joe Johnson. Oh! Yeah. Joe Johnson. That's the, who I thought you for the, sure oh! would do. The third highest paid. I think yeah. you should win just for remembering that he existed. Yes. All right. So we got uh, where we're right. four to four. Four to four. Points two, are four to four. Each. One strike each. Uh, two people left. Man, we are definitely going to tie. We are. <laughs> you guys can't do this. <laughs> I don't we think could. so. Let me go with um, Kevin Love. That's incorrect. It's two oh, strikes for John. Come mm-hmm. on. Well, if Durant didn't do it, then everyone in the drafts bef- after him isn't going to do it. So I need to do a draft before him, but between Wade, it's good. Rudy Gay. That is correct. Whoa. That was a great one. Rudy Gay on the is on the last year of his deal. Yeah, uh, he's actually going to be a good deal starting next year yeah. when this uh, his contract extends. What's it? Where is he on the list? He is the he's number ten. Oh, last year he made nineteen point three million dollars. Uh, so, so there's only one left. So that's now Chuck has five, five points. John has four. I gotta nail this. You gotta nail this just for the tie. Um, where is he on the list? I'll tell you. I'll tell you both. Yeah. He is number two. Ooh. He made $23.41 million. So we should be getting this. Yeah. When when I fail here, we are going to be mad at ourselves. Uh Uh-huh. I will say... Don't. 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 Not for him. Okay. There should should be no more hints. Okay. Yeah. Fair. Fair. Um, Pal Gasol. No, it's a good guess though, because Pau Gasol just took that cheap deal yeah, for yeah. the. No, I, did, I screwed. Two I, years ago, he made a lot of yeah, money. He just but, took yeah, less yeah. money to. He took less money to leave L.A. Right, right, right. <laughs> and actually, Mark Gasol. Announced, That's why he's not going. Mark Gasol announced recently he's not. He's not going to L.A. like he ever was, but yeah. he's not going to L.A. because of uh, how they treated Pau. Okay. Can you get? Can you win with style, Chuck? I have two ideas in my head. I'm rooting for you, Chuck. Since you both. All right. No, I'll let you try to get it, and then I'll. I'm going to go Derrick Rose. 
No, no. It's a good guess. I actually can still tie here. I you can. You can. I need I need to get You gotta nail it right here. Can I have a clue now, Chuck? No. 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 no I didn't get up. one. Yeah. Uh, if Chuck didn't get it right there, you know. This is you gotta you gotta tie it legitimately. Number two, Amari Stoudemire. That is correct. <laughs> your hint was going to and be he got bought out, right? No, your, he didn't no, get no, bought no, out. Your your hint was going to be he was getting he did not finish the year on the team that was paying him. Oh, that, that tie was well earned. That Good was job. a great tie. Good and tie. so, and once again, we lost listeners because we had a tie. <laughs> <laughs> Never have a winner on this show. We need to find something to get go to shootout. We Never to to ever shootout. have take, a take winner. The penalties. All right, uh, our par fadeaway. Free agency is coming up. Yeah, I mean, it's there's all kinds of. It's going to be wild west. Yeah, there's so many free agents. It's crazy. We talked about Wade. I think uh, the another huge piece is Kevin Love, who's reportedly going back to the Cavs. He has to go to the Cavs. But that also sounds like something his agent will tell a team that could pay him a bucket of money. But he can't make any more money. He makes than he the most money with the Cavs, the Cavs, and I think the narrative of him leaving is so crippling. Yeah, it'll just be such a terrible yeah, he'll be, story for him. Yeah, he'll be he'll he's be like absolutely immobile when he's on the beach in Los Angeles, counting his millions of dollars and wiping his tears I, with hundreds. Look, it, it will people, affect him. These people care about this stuff. No, does it, he? Well, yeah. he's from. A, he, he could go to Portland. Uh, they've effectively have cap space now. Right, uh, fit right in with a team that Myers Leonard. Um, you know that kind of would be built around him, and him and Lamarcus Aldridge are effectively replaceable. He does come from with a family other. of villainy. He, Mike was, Love, he, was an asshole. He went to high school in Oregon. Yeah, uh, that's another thing. So there, you know, Kevin Love is a big. Uh, I think. Piece once he falls, I think he's the you know the main domino that'll kind of like determine where I'm, everything. I'm is. most interested. I, see, I, I I think him in LA. I think you know LeBron and Kevin Love are going back to Cleveland just because it's weird if they don't. So I don't really buy any scenario where they don't do it. How is it weird? We we spoke for weeks and weeks about how we thought Kevin Love was in no way, shape, or form coming back to the Cavs. I think that was I wasn't really you. serious. No, that was most people. <laughs> I think the the internet was saying. I don't it. think I think I think he's staying. I think Jimmy Butler's staying, even though the Bulls are apparently getting weird with his contract because he. He doesn't want a full max. No, he wants to be able to opt out. Yeah. Um, I think DeAndre Jordan is staying. We think Marcus Gasol is going to stay. Oh, we hope. Draymond's going to stay. For the for the for the podcast, well, so if, I would well, like to if, see Mark if go. If Lamarcus Aldridge, you guys would turn into jelly beans. It'd be crazy. It would end. It would end. Yeah. <laughs> uh, if with Lamarcus Aldridge saying he's going somewhere, yeah. it seems like that almost helps as a Grizzlies fan, that helps me. Because mm-hmm. like Gasol's not leaving to go to anywhere that's not the Spurs in my mind. Right. Like, if I was Gasol, I would consider going to the Spurs. Mm-hmm. That seems amazing. Mm-hmm. Shut your face. Imagining Duncan and Gasol playing together with, yeah. like, Kawhi well, is glorious. I mean, that's like Gas- basketball nirvana. I mean, not to uh, belittle Marc Gasol, but he is a lesser version of Tim Duncan. You know, a very effective passer, wonderful defender, rebounder, yeah. and can score... Uh, around the basket, he's great. And but their games could really complement each other. At this point in their careers, yeah, it would be great for for Duncan to Especially play fifteen all those shooters to twenty minutes. And, but anyway, yeah. so if Lamarcus goes to the Spurs, to my mind, that means Gasol staying home. Yeah, um, I can't see. I think for me, Lamarcus, like it makes sense to go to the Spurs. If you don't go to the Spurs, like go east. Yeah, I can't find a good fit in get the, to east, the Eastern but Conference it seems Finals. Like, it seems like these these big. Um, free agents would want. Well, he's to get not to going the to East. New York. Uh, Why not? And, and what? Well, that uh, franchise is an utter Porzingis. Chris, stop your f- mouth. 
right now. Uh, Chris, stop it. Chris, stop all that bullshit. Yeah, no, it, that guy is Frederick Weiss the third or whatever. Uh, he's going to be hey, Barnyani the second. Bar the Knicks, the Knicks the second. don't even need him because they're getting Greg Monroe. So. Yes, and David West. Yeah, they How about, they're fine. Yeah. The, 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 they're I, fine. the idea of a Greg Monroe, David West, Carmelo Anthony front line Ooh. is not good, well, people. That's no. the thing. If you watch uh, any Knicks basketball, which I uh, gladly... I'm proud to say I did not. Uh, everything I've read bloggers talk about is that the Knicks' best lineup was at with Carmelo at the four. Yes. Oh, absolutely. And uh, uh, you basically have brought in... I mean, Monroe is a center by trade, but uh, he's 6'10 and probably... Monroe, a, don't try to outthink the Zen master. Monroe is a uh, is a strange... A subtle he's a really good player, but it's hard to find a situation where he fits great because you need... He, He's not a good player. His, no, his shooting I don't know. He shoots every, every shot he takes is at the rim, and he still shoots poorly. Yeah, uh, he has no outside game, so his he's a nightmare for the new uh, you know pace and space or he's kind not, of spacing offense. I need a term for what he is. He's Empty not a numbers. not a rim protector. Like he's, he's a not, a looter in a riot. It's like how Al Jefferson. I wouldn't. I feel like I should use the adjective good for Al Jefferson, but I'm not sure that his. Good creating is. his creating tough baskets uh, 47% of the time. Don't think that helps you win. No. So it's like, I think he's good, but I don't want him on my team. <laughs> like, <laughs> I, yeah, I'm just saying I lack the proper adjective uh, to describe. Well, let's create one. He what, is a Monroe. He's a, poor, he's a Monroevian. He's a poor man's Kevin Willis. Uh, oh, that's pretty great. Yeah, no, he's a Kevin Willis. So he'll play yeah, for 40 some odd years. Yeah, he'll be a, a, a foursome you always think about, but he's never going to do anything important on a team that matters because he'll be overpaid and he ruins their we salary We didn't quite cap. talk enough about the Hornets. I don't know what they're doing. No one knows what they're doing. I mean, I feel bad. Again, it's hard to build a team around Kimball Walker and Al Jefferson. If those well, are your two highest players. Frank Kaminsky. But now you got Frank the Tank. Frank the Tank. Frank Frank the the and, and young Republican Spencer Hawes. We're going streaking. What is that roster? And Batum. Oh, shut it down, Kid Gilchrist. Kid Gilchrist is their best player. Yes. <laughs> I mean, like, he's good. Yeah. Oh, and, he's good. Uh, and he plays zero offense. Yeah. yeah. But he's still somehow, like, very effective. Um, so I guess we, uh, we'll wrap this up. Well, let We're, me say what I'm There's so much going to. on. Yes, yeah, John. Yeah. I'm looking forward to getting texts from Keith from Vegas. Oh, yeah. Summer League. I'll be in Vegas. I he's, think we he's might doing his due diligence. It's like ten days away, two day weeks. We might we might podcast before then for a free agency. Yeah, we could do something. Um, we need a breakfast podcast. We need, we still all need to do a breakfast, 50, like twenty minute breakfast podcast. If you guys are into that, uh, if I'm still alive, uh, tweet us a hashtag uh, breakfast to fast break break. You have anything you're looking forward to the, the building of the the Heat's next championship <sighs> roster? I'm I'm in this weird place where I'm not certain if Dwayne Wade is who I want on my team at this point in It's a weird my, part of fandom. It is because I know as a fan of the franchise that Wade doesn't fit the current building of the organization. He's uh plotting and slow and requires uh the ball in a very you know, uh, like molasses offense, and we have a yeah. You guys are trying to do a transition thing now. We, we if, are. If the Justice Winslow pick means something, well, or if, it may have just fallen into their laps. It, it does. It did, and I think what it. I think their centerpiece now is around uh, the the pick and pop and offensive uh, chemistry between Drogic and Bosch. If Drogic signs, which I believe he will, because who doesn't want to leave Miami? So uh, that's where they're going to build it off. Yeah, I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> 
the one person. <laughs> um, so the only person that has ever left Miami for Cleveland in history, is in, in all of and the then, world. And then it needs to be said, LeBron, with his, I'm not going to recruit Kevin Love. If he doesn't understand that we have a winning team here, why should I recruit him? It's that, like moron. That was checkmate. Moron, you literally did this last year. Yeah. Well, he negged him. Yeah. That's some uh, you guys don't know about uh, pickup artist stuff, but that's negging. So you meet a hot chick, and where every guy tells the hot chick how pretty she I is. I want to file this under things I don't want to know. Well, here's it. it. <laughs> this is the idea of a neg. Is you see a hot chick, and while every guy says, "Hey, you're really hot and beautiful." You find a thing that's bad about her, and you tell her I'm not really interested. Oh no, that's my that that was my entire social. Uh, <laughs> that is my entire social <laughs> well, strategy. I don't know if you know that. Keith's impossible. I didn't, I didn't know that give was a, a compliment. I didn't know anyone. that. I didn't know that was a thing. No, that's yeah. That's how you got a beautiful wife in a wonderful house. Um, yeah, but <laughs> and no friends. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's a lonely world. But that's what that's LeBron's doing. He's taking uh, numbers from the from mystery and the pickup artist. The pickup artist. Uh, yeah, he's basically going. Yeah, I could live without him. Meanwhile, he knows Respect his the n- Four years of LeBron's career depend on having a big like Kevin Love LeBron, on offense. LeBron is Frank T.J. Mackey. <laughs> Did we ever figure out why he drove a Saturn in that movie? Just so strange. Was it in Magnolia? Was, why Frank T.J. Mackey drives did, a Saturn? I didn't know it was a Saturn. Maybe oh, it has yeah. something to do with like the, the better to has great uh, frog protection. Yeah, yeah. It's like the least masculine, the least <laughs> masochistic, misogynist car. The duality well, of man, my friend. There you are. Maybe that was a st- sadistic side. He picked a car that wouldn't be around in ten years. Or maybe it was like a challenge. He liked the challenge of driving up to the club in his Saturn. <laughs> to try it. It is kind of that. What those Saturns were like, the sportiest. Sh- cars yeah they were i knew a guy with like uh four thousand dollars worth of electronic yeah. uh, sound equipment in it like it like had like blue lights underneath yeah, it it was great yeah. but uh that went away yeah all right so <laughs> thank you guys for listening if you want to help us out the best thing you can do is to tell your friends about us and to rate us and give us a review on five stars or gtfo i'll take a <laughs> paypal iTunes. like 50 bucks uh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you could check out Chuck. He, he could he could use your help. Um, follow us on Twitter at Fast Break Break. Thanks for listening. And remember, breakfast is the most important thing. Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven! Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man. Winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. We got another day of NBA action. And with FanDuel, every night is a watch party. So it's time for your FanDuel crew to make their bets. So, what's the move tonight, gang? You know that new customers who bet $5 get $200 back in bonus bets if you win. Woohoo! We're heating up, fam. 
Bet all the stars with all your friends and make every moment more only on FanDuel. New customers bet $5, get $200 back in bonus bets if you win. Make every moment more with FanDuel. It goes down in the dim. It goes down. It go down in the dim. 21 plus and present in Virginia. First online real money wager only. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued is non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire seven days after receipt. See full terms at FanDuel.com slash sportsbook. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 